I actually wanted to tell you something that I uh, told Mirtha, our mutual best friend, uh, that I didn't tell you uh, and <gasps> Melvin in the group chat. That and it's not a big deal. It's actually a good. This is like my uh, my giggle. That oh, okay. uh, my mom asked me to pitch in for my grandpa's wheelchair because, you know, homie's getting old and... Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he's just getting older, you know, and I I don't know exactly what's up with him, but he just needs a wheelchair. And she was like, yeah. "Hey, are you are you gonna put in money?" And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, "Uh, I don't have a lot of money, <laughs> but um, okay. I was like, how much? Because <laughs> I'm like, because she wants to get like a nice wheelchair, not like a random. Because they got uh, what is it called? The cobblestone rows, like the pedreros and shit, uh, right uh, in front yeah, of her yeah, house. Yeah. So like, they want like a good one, you know." Yeah, I was just like, damn, she's probably gonna want me to make me drop at least five hundred. But she was like, no, you can just give me a hundred, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll just give you two hundred then. Like, I can do that, you know, yeah. chill. And then I, I felt very honored. <laughs> I'll exceed expectations. Yeah, I, I felt <laughs> nah, that's good. honored because it's like, damn, you see me like an adult because it's basically my, my mom has like twelve siblings, so mm. it's gonna be all of them hopefully pitching in, and yeah. the fact that she asked me, I'm like. Nice. I, I was like, yeah, thank You're you. Up there. That's awesome. Gracias, man. <laughs> so um, that's really sweet. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, and my shit is that I got called into HR again. I mentioned this in the episode with Lucia. I think I don't even know if I actually cut it out. I don't remember. High key. <laughs> but I had this whole situation with my HR person. But it was, like, not even a real situation. And then I got called in by my HR person again. And I was like, yo, what is... What am I doing? Like, what is... I should just, like, not work. Like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but it was something completely unrelated. And she asked me if I had seen something. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it was <laughs> the complete truth. So I was like, phew. My HR person can be really intense. And... Uh, I don't know if this is every HR person because I've actually never had an HR person, so yeah. that's what happened. But I'm all good. I'm I'm on good standing with like everybody, basically. I'm chilling. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> How are you? All right. So, um, my shit. I feel like I'm really bored at work. Like I feel like I just don't feel the genuine passion anymore i guess maybe because we haven't heard as much from cases that have been going out like they're all in this standby period right now so it's hard to feel like wow i really see the work being done when you know person doesn't have court until like six months from now uscis isn't writing back to us so i just feel like frustrated but i get it it's just times are happening and i can only imagine how the person who's actually like applying for things or going through proceedings actually feels so i'm like if i'm anxious waiting to hear a result for my own fucking self-fulfillment i can imagine how you feel when this is literally your life you know yeah so yeah there's that and then um giggle okay so i got a new laptop i got wi-fi wow i know you're like a real adult (laughs) 
how are you how are you doing this podcast without wi-fi and with like a five-year-old lap pc laptop not even a yeah. macbook a pc hey, hey the brand is strong shut the fuck up <laughs> people, people people were riding through it even though my laptop was from like 2013 and i had no wi-fi i just used my phone for hotspot so y'all didn't even know that except for like you know folks that <laughs> but guests that would, that would get their whole interview dropped because <laughs> your shit never connected yeah. to the internet yeah Ugh, they know they they definitely know oh my god Sam. but yeah life is looking up on me right now so i'm really really excited about that and yeah i feel really good i know that things are still moving for the next few months also so this is just like part of that it's like hey cool other achievements are on there. yo shout out to my mom so i went home to la last weekend <laughs> i know what you're gonna literally say. right as sam was like on his way to my house and he told me and i told him i was like oh sam's coming and my mom loves sam and my mom knows sam and she knows that we do the pod she was just like so is sam moved into that apartment he was talking about yet I started cracking <laughs> up. So Sam and our mutual best friend Melvin are thinking about moving in together and like moving out of their fucking mom's house, basically, right? Sorry, Sam. <laughs> so me and Misa, <laughs> we've been moved out, and and Sam and Melvin, they were moved out for college, but now they came back and they're living in LA in K Town where they grew up. But me and Mirta were just like, all right, you said that you were gonna. Like, do your thing in March. Or, like, in March. ¿Qué pasó? Like, stop being a mantenido. Eso, we have, we literally <laughs> had an argument about this. How y'all are mantenidos. And y'all were like, no, we're not mantenidos. No, well, I help my mom with the bills. And then we're like, okay, that's not the point, fool. Like, the point is... No, yeah, I get what you were trying to say, but I feel like you were also reaching. I wasn't... Okay, pss, all right. Señor Mantenido, all right, okay. Who just got <laughs> Wi-Fi in their apartment after being there for, like, six months, okay? All right, chill. So then I told <laughs> Sam when he got to my house that my mom asked that question. <laughs> and your response is pretty funny. Also, I told my mom yeah. that you were being a Mantenido. She was like, ¿Cómo? And then I explained the argument that we had. And she's like, sí, 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 es como Mantenido, yo creo. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom says it you're a mantenido fool okay yeah which i mean i think it's good that it's like getting out there that that's the image because i'm just like that's more motivation to be like all right i don't fucking do it because then i'm not anymore <laughs> yes uh, it was funny no i loved it i'm like thanks mom yes mom yes <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness Okay, well, it's your turn for the song, right? Yeah, it is, oh. actually. So this week I brought for y'all Mercy slash The Gatekeeper by Hailey Kiyoko. So Hailey Kiyoko is a queer woman who's half white, half Japanese. And she was actually um, Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies. The so, the live action one, right? She's yeah. also in Insecure and she's like, naked mm. in it <laughs> and i was like <laughs> yeah see i haven't watched like more than the first episode of insecure so yeah because they're whack she's in season two <laughs> she's actually a like kind of a sketch character but oh. it's a uh, it's it, she's only like on the the show once but yeah oh, okay. and i've like seen her in, naked essentially and i was like ah. but then <laughs> and then like seeing her music videos and stuff i'm like huh nice <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> you go. Yeah, so yeah, so she's like come up recently. She's been putting out really good music, really good videos, and her debut album dropped this last Friday. And so I've been listening to it and I think it's like a really important album in the sense that like for a lot of queer women they don't get a lot of, you know, storytelling going on. Queer API I mean, women too. Yeah, true. Yeah, so um Haley is very much about like expressing her story and she said in an interview that she doesn't want to be like a spokesperson for like queer women in general because she can only share her experience so if, like people can relate to it cool but like she's not really like i'm not doing this for the community type of thing so I'm, I, I don't know i think it's interesting that like she's hoping people relate to it but she's like i'm not gonna write about non-genuine experiences that aren't mine mm-hmm. like us <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <Basically>. essentially <laughs> yeah and so she's like coined the term 20 gay teen and so like it's gonna be that year oh shit and so it is that year yeah it's 2018 yeah it's very gay very queer yeah <laughs> yes so this is Haley Kiyoko with Mercy slash the gatekeeper It's a really cute song. It is, it is. And then it's definitely like Lord type of vibes. Mm-hmm. All of her videos and even her cover art for this album is like queer. <laughs> like there's like a, a butt, a girl butt in the cover, yeah. album cover. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like what she's putting out there. Like she's definitely a refreshing face, something that you don't really see often. And her music is good. Like it's not bad at all. So... I'm really excited. I actually haven't listened to this album at all, so you are definitely going to motivate me to actually listen to it. So yes, she has a song with Kalani on it also, oh. which is like your like radio pop anthem. Mm. But it's two queer women singing about how they're tired of like queer women not being down. Yeah, and so they're like flirting with each other to see if they're down. Hey, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so wow, it's, it's, it's cute. I love it. Yeah. Yes, I love <laughs> queer fans. Go go go. So this week we're gonna be talking about the internet, <laughs> uh, as always, because that's where we <laughs> <Yeah>. live. <laughs> I live on the internet. That's where y'all listen to us. Ah. No, but like, high key, the internet as millennials has like you know taken over our lives, and so we really gotta talk about the effects that it has because we're living in an age that wasn't really a thing before, you know, and how data exactly is the one thing that really makes. A, orgs and companies and big things go after us and go like and see what kind of things what kind of messaging they can portray and so we really want to talk about like big data usage on the internet because that's what so many of us use yeah and all of this has been happening uh uh, big conversations about like sites like facebook with like the whole cambridge analytica scandal and how facebook is not taking care of the information that we have and also 
there's just so much information about people that these sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, hold on us. And like, what are they doing with it? How are they protecting it? How do we know they're not just giving it to the government? How do we know that they're just not giving it to Cambridge Analytica, which was like a political strategic site that like took a bunch of Facebook data that Facebook was like, oh, we didn't know they have it. This wasn't a breach, even though they took information that y'all said that you didn't want them to have. I perceive that as a breach, whatever. So... And then there's, like, so many other examples that have happened recently, like the Equifax thing. Like, Mm -hmm. two-thirds or a third of the United States people had their, like, credit information taken. (laughs) And I had to, like, freeze my Equifax, like, credit report, and I have to freeze all my everything to make sure that (laughs) some food doesn't mess with my credit, you know? I'm trying to build that credit up, like, (laughs) the stupid like country and society runs on credit you know so i have to fucking build that shit up and there's so many examples as to dude i feel like this is going to be an entire conspiracy theory type of episode like (laughs) fucking alex jones info wars types of shit they're putting like (laughs) shit in the water and make the frogs gay type of shit so so, they are they are they actually are though okay (laughs) I was reading something because there's a there's a there's less amount of a certain sex, right? For no, no, no. I was literally just oh. listening to something about this, and it made me think of Alex Jones <laughs> and he, and this thing they're talking about is something in the water making the frogs gay. There is actually something in agriculture, uh, this like chemical or something that's banned in the uh, that has been banned in Europe for the, in the last like few years, but we still have here. And then the agricultural lobby doesn't want to get banned. The the, the, the head Trump's appointee was like, no, it, it's still not going to hurt farmers or some shit. But studies have shown that too much of it in like the soil and in the water has caused male frogs to basically transition into female frogs and like give birth. So, so then I made me think of Alex Jones and I'm like, hmm, maybe that's what he was talking about when he was talking about things <laughs> in the water making frogs gay. So who knows, you know? So, and apparently that's like, that chemical is in a lot of like agriculture. So I'm just saying, we need to watch what, yeah. where we eat and what we eat. We need eat. to watch the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be looking out for these freaking frogs. But... There is a massive history of surveilling, particularly people of color, not just through Facebook information, Facebook data, but mm-hmm. in during the civil rights movement, you know, black power movements, and just uh, in the civil rights era, J. Edgar Hoover was one of the most notable examples was Martin Luther King getting spied on and being recorded, ha- like, having what was it i know that a big one was that he was recorded having sex with another woman and the fbi really yeah and the fbi sent it or was threatening to send it i don't remember to loretta scott king and there's just so many things where it's like the fbi has more surveillance on the black panthers which is you know was it a black militant group but it did mostly like community like community service and community organizing versus the kkk you know so there is a lot of surveillance of black and brown people that has been very historical and like very heavily documented by the FBI. We're we're always sur- we've been surveilling people for as long as we can, you know, once 
once the black and brown people start to like uprise now it's like oh we gotta make sure we can break things up and then there's so many examples of just like they use like information and just like crack like <laughs> reagan and crack in the 80s like they oh, yeah. they put they made people get addicted to crack to just like basically stop the move like any civil rights movement and progression you know and cocaine mm-hmm. so there's just so much easy history of how when the government has this information they're gonna put it to use in ways mm-hmm. to fuck over poc particularly black people of color oh no what i was gonna say is i think it's really interesting also that you know we see the same thing happening now you know like it hasn't changed it's just the 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 targets may have changed and so may have the methods and so right now you know as we all know we hear about it every day we have the 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 cheeto you know donald trump talking about the cheeto el trumpito yeah the cheeto (laughs) trumpito yeah el trumpito Um, (laughs) (laughs) talking about how um you know we we hear the rhetoric how immigrants are the ones causing all these problems you know they're like causing all this harm to our society to our great american society and so we got to fix it we got to build a wall etc etc you know we hear this and so there's actually a possibility of ice actually beginning to use facebook info to find people the department of homeland security is also supposed to start taking the social media handles of immigrant applicants so like if a person is applying to a visa to enter the country they are looking to take over people's handles and so i think it's really interesting because i think i believe they have to give up to the last five years info and so you know think about who you were five years ago and like (laughs) wild (laughs) things you were putting on the internet because you were just like oh well it's the internet whatever and so like now it's like one little like tweet that you may have had is like gonna bar you from the u.s or from any country that you're seeking if this turns out to be the norm in the future because i could definitely see becoming a norm yeah the u.s is doing it because it's just like we're just that fucked up yeah yeah but i could definitely see it becoming a thing in the future like other people are like hey yo you know that's actually pretty smart we're gonna find out more about these people by what they put online yeah what if you're just like fuck capitalism and the u.s is like hmm Mm -hmm. you seem to have communist uh leaning so we don't want to let you in yeah we don't want to let you in this country and you had like one really passionate class like just it was the one class that really made you want i know to you were that. like yes marxism yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like oh well actually we we see here that you i don't know maybe rallying people in your neighborhood to start like a neighborhood watch and we don't want that yeah or you've and been organizing for undocumented people for 10 plus years and now that you're able to apply yeah. i don't know you're a little you're, you're a little yeah. too sus okay so the you know the department of state the agency that's proposing this um new information collection which is through social media they actually opened up uh comments for 60 days so folks have 60 days to leave comments this is just for anyone in public if you go to regulations.gov you could literally leave your comment on this and yeah just go ahead let them know what you think a lot of people are like wow this is a really whack measure leave the public alone don't like go on their profiles to find this stuff and you know there's like invasion of privacy whatever so if y'all are interested feel free to go leave a comment or to just read comments about this and learn more about it where you can also a story that i recently retweeted that was done by propublica this really amazing story on this kid named henry who 
is like 17 about to be 18 who's in jail who was an ms in el salvador y se vino to the u.s and he was a mm. part of the ms gang that did a lot of the long island murders but he wasn't directly involved in any of those murders and he became yeah. basically like a snitch because the cops he wanted to leave because he was just like this is getting really intense like he kind of joined ms back in the u.s because he just had no friends he was like working after school he was working like 10 hour days and also going to school and he was he did he wasn't connected to his mother and his father he was just like really lonely so he got back into it even though in the what he was like i'm gonna get out of this that's why i'm running away that's why i'm leaving this country so yeah. he, he tried to you know provide information to the these cops in long island and there was no like deal like they didn't protect him he assumed that he'd be in like witness protection or anything like that and then once they used like his text and facebook posts to like find people that were in ms and in that gang and stuff he Mm. was also taken to jail and he was like oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna get taken out i'm gonna get taken out you know they just like have me here at this detention center after he got all the all these other people that were in his gang like put in jail and they they gave him no plea or anything and they were using his facebook information and that's how a lot of the people that were in jail they were also caught using their facebook information that cops seized with like a warrant from facebook and facebook has like stated that if the police come to us with a warrant like we're gonna surrender this information facebook has like no fucking commitment to protect your information if the police but you know we're in a police state wants your information to try to arrest you i thought that was like very interesting that that was mentioned because we were talking about this episode and we were thinking about it and when i read that i'm like yeah like when i was looking up (laughs) mara rap for the first episode of this podcast i was on so many like ms13 facebook pages yeah like people were just talking about like yeah ms like all that stuff like cholitos and so many cops have found people who like post their crimes on facebook which is like come on like that's also like yeah. on you <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> like they they're ta- like these messages aren't you know your messages on your phone aren't protected the messages on facebook aren't protected sam and i have been thinking a lot about this facebook shit so we downloaded our data because that's also something that's happened a lot with the cambridge analytica thing people were like delete facebook but download your data to know what they have on you so sam and i did that shit <laughs> yeah and I mean, I'm I while we're talking about this, we also want to look at what Facebook has on us and yeah. see like what kind of ads do we have directed towards us and what kind of shit we've clicked on. Cool. Yo, so like what ads do you have? Cuz I'm actually um, very interested in your fucking ads. <laughs> my ads. Ad, ad, um, ad topic, see. right? Ads. Let's see ad topics. Yes. So, um I think a lot of these are based on like our likes. Oh, wow. Sorry, I'm like advertisers with your contact info. Wow. I know. Tinder. Wow. Oh wait. That oops, Tinder. That's, what? that's actually a different page. It's not Tinder. <laughs> oh, that's like Shoe the social media is connected. Throwback. Logic has me. Um Donald Logic Glover. like the rapper? Yeah, Taylor Bennett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's Tom I got this guy named Tom Thumb. I have Pediasure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a lot of House of Blues. I have New Orleans, have... Chicago, San Diego, Anaheim. Wait, what do you, is they have your ad? They have your info? 
Yeah. And I'm like, Who? um, wait. <laughs> Uh, I have um, Albertsons, um, Safeway, <laughs> Vons. <laughs> um, I have three different Ebays. eBay Canada, eBay Denmark, and regular eBay. And <laughs> what? <laughs> they have my contact info. And yeah. then Airbnb, but I think it's the Japanese one because it has Japanese characters next to it. Oh. And I have another Airbnb. I don't know why, these, why I have so many repeats. What are the most wow. random ad topics you have, like that aren't? I mean, a lot of <laughs> racing games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. I don't play games like that. So, like Need for Speed or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Curio, was it cruising? Yeah. Cruising. <laughs> I played a lot of Mario Kart. That's a pretty I, good racing. Mario Kart is on here, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have first-person shooter games, which is like, I actually wow. don't own vi- any first-person shooters, so I don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I have LGBT community. <laughs> wow. I actually have nothing. I actually have nothing queer on here, which is wow. crazy because I go to hella queer events, you know? Yeah. And I, like, follow queer pages. I have um, I have so many Mario Karts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have I feminism. Have... Oh, okay. <laughs> I have church and religion. Church and re- I have Latin America Skittles. Oh. <laughs> um, I have I a have... congressional Hispanic caucus. <laughs> wow, that's wild. I have yeah. Mount Sac. Wow. Do you know Mount Sac? The San Antonio College? <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is random because I just, ha- I'm not even affiliated with any type of Mount Sac shit other than people that went to Mount Sac. I know a lot of people that went to Mount Sac, actually. Ariana Grande. <laughs> I have the YMCA. I just went to the YMCA today. So. Nice. Televisions. <laughs> just televisions. <laughs> I have reproductive health. Yo, they know I worked Yo. in abortion research. I worked in yeah. abortion research, by the way. <laughs> So y'all know. Just y'all know. Candy. It's pretty. That's pretty accurate. I got Naruto in there, <laughs> all the way at the end. <laughs> I don't. I have Kid Uh, that makes sense for you. I have yeah. Chidlai on here, which makes sense. Yeah. I have conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I have Usurin. <laughs> wow. I have, I have dogs, UCSB. The British band. <laughs> I don't the, know who they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I have Bernie Sanders. I have Mitsubishi Trident. (laughs) (laughs) The one one by San Diego? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) What the fuck? I have Steve Biko. Shout out to Steve Biko. R.I.P. I I used to live at the Steve Biko house at UC Santa Barbara. Um, That's the people of color house. And Steve Biko was an anti-apartheid martyr, actually, in South Africa. So it's a good thing that I have him on my thing. That was fun, though. That's intense. It's that was really funny. Yeah. (laughs) Racing games. (laughs) Racing. I guess I played a lot of Mario Kart. I didn't, though. Why do they think that? Maybe it's my brother. I I feel like it could be my brother just being on my, like, shit, you know? I can't think (laughs) of anything else. How do they? How I don't even use Userin. <laughs> what? Userin, like the lotion. <laughs> what is that? It's a lotion. 
Bran. All right. Well, obviously, Big Brother is fucking watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but how? What do you think about that? Do you think? Do you think that they're accurate? Honestly. Um. Some of these, yes. Like a lot of my um ads were like immigration related, and yeah, that just it scares me a bit, just because I'm like, wow, am I really that outspoken about immigration? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And so (laughs) it's just like. They they can get some things right. Other things that they think I'll be into are really interesting also. So, like, I don't know why the Mitsubishi one was in there. But, like, <laughs> a lot of these are, like, really interesting that they would think I could be reached out to. And then just LGBT community in general is just, like, there, there was no other mention. It was just that. So I'm like, is that a category that comes up for a lot of people? No, yeah, but I just think it's really intense. And I think to an extent it's accurate. But there's also some things that they may have interpreted based off of like, I don't know, what, how old was I in 2010? Like 15? So like whatever 15-year-old Sam was liking at the moment. So I don't know. I think like some of these are definitely accurate. Some of them are like a bit outdated. And some of them are just like, holy shit, that's intense. That y'all got Some are really accurate. Like, yeah. I do really like Missy Elliott. That's a good target. <laughs> <laughs> I love Missy Elliott. I saw her in concert. I mean, Facebook ad, that's like something, ad, advertising, right? The way, it, like, monetizing yeah. is something really big in these conversations. Like, Cambridge Analytica probably paid to access our information. And also a lot of ads and stuff like that were paid by Russians in like in the literal Russian currency. So there's just so much shit on Facebook and probably other like Instagram and Twitter too of like how much they track. And uh, there's this really amazing series that I follow on ProPublica, which is my favorite investigative news newspaper thing. Mm-hmm. They're really good. And they have this thing called Machine Bias, and it's a series that they are doing. They uh, have examples of how Facebook ads allow Verizon or whoever to be like, okay, job postings in the Seattle area, I want it to be for 20 to 30-year-olds of this age, men and women, white white men, black women, blah, 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 blah. They have a lot of these different categories. Obviously, that's, like, illegal. You can't age discriminate. You can't just be like, I only want 30-year-olds at my company. You can't, like, put that on ads. And another example that ProPublica did themselves was that they bought housing ads. And they said in the housing ads that they don't, they don't want those ads to be shown to black folks, Spanish-speaking folks, uh, single mothers, wow. anyone with a disability, blah, 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 blah. Wow. Like, there's all these types of fucking options of, like, who you want to see this versus who you don't fucking want to see this. Yeah. And the the longest one that was taken to approve only took 22 minutes. Wow. So this shit's going out immediately But Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, they have the fucking audacity to be like, there's so much content on our fucking site that we can't regulate it. Yet you are literally allowing these people to monetize and being like, oh, yeah, Facebook says my shit's okay. So obviously I can discriminate on like who I want to be living in my fucking home. Right. Facebook is not your friend. You know, (laughs) Facebook does not help you. Facebook has been used to monitor people when the government wants to. And Facebook is also discriminating against people and not doing very much fucking about it 
people need to be really stop need to stop being really out there with their their information i mean like we're bad examples of this because look at us like Mm-hmm. They fucking know all this shit on us, but yeah. I don't know. I am like a conspiracy theorist, and I've been trying to delete a lot of my information off the internet. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of like ad blockers. I have a lot of like anti trackers <laughs> on my browser because I'm just so paranoid of, I don't know, people just like stealing my fucking shit. You know? No, yeah, I get that. That point that you brought up about how a lot of these social medias aren't really doing anything about ads being shown, it reminded me of how they didn't do anything when, like, trolls were, like, hella doing fucked up things. So I think of the example of Leslie Jones and how she dealt with a lot of, like, anti-black and misogynistic trolls just, like, hella hating on her, hella making her feel bad and just, like, bashing her and how Twitter was just like, nah, they made profiles and we can't really see what was problematic about their tweets. So, nah, we don't believe it. It's just whatever. And so it's really foul that they do that. When you have reported people, have they all... You know how some... I don't remember if it's every single platform, but I know that on Instagram, if you report someone, they'll give you a report being like, this person was like blocked or this person was found in violation of our terms or whatever. Have you ever done that and have had that shit pushed back being like, no, even though it was like blatant, like blatantly like, yes, like this is racist or this is like a hate symbol. I can't really remember any experience on Instagram. Um, On Twitter, I've never actually heard back whenever I report. Mm -hmm. I just don't hear anything. Like I don't hear like, oh, yes, their behavior was like, oh, they received a warning or whatever. Like I don't hear anything back from them. And I don't know yeah. if it's like I'm not checking in on on it enough or like I don't I don't know like if I did the report right or whatever it may be, but I just yeah. won't get back. Yeah, so. and I mean I feel like I don't know. I like that Instagram okay, inst- I've reported several things on Instagram. Like people <laughs> in blackface. Like yeah. people not people posting about blackface, being like, Oh, this is whack, but like people like in blackface, like yeah. and other shit. And I'll get, and I'll put, like, the little thing where, like, this is a hate symbol, this is whatever, this is not good, this is racist content. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a reply being like, oh, we did not find the user violated terms and conditions. Wow. And I'm like, this person is blatantly in blackface, fool. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what do you mean they didn't violate terms and fucking conditions? And then I'm, I actually am very interested that Twitter doesn't give you a response. Well, I've definitely reported people with, like, Nazi symbols in their profile. Like, I reported a dude that had, like, white power as his banner. I don't know if that dude is banned or not, but I've done it. You know, I've reported (laughs) them. So is Twitter actually taking my report seriously? Probably fucking not. That dude's probably still out there. Or the bot is probably still out there for all we know. I don't know. I think it's, like, really intense to think about, especially when, you know, if these are the eggs on Twitter, you know, like, people who are blank profiles (laughs) for the most part yeah (laughs) the tm but um i i think about how easy it is to make a uh, like a social media profile so like all you need is an email and in some Mm -hmm. cases like if you know say i was really dedicated to the cause to getting like a congressperson elected you know so today i'm gonna tell my team that we're gonna spend an hour making emails just make emails and write them down and then the next hour, we're going to make Facebook profiles for those emails, look up stock photos, and we use them as, like, pictures. And then the next hour, we're going to make, like, a group, and we're going to, like, organize this event that they're having on so-and-so day. 
and we're all going to like that page and we're going to share it to like so-and-so person because we have the raw voter file and we can do this like we know what kind of voter they are like this is really intense stuff that like a whole like team who wanted to get people elected even on a non-profit side can work yeah because you can totally access a voter file you just gotta pay like 500 bucks for it but you can get it yeah yeah so like we could like (laughs) 2018 nah but um, (laughs) riding the blue wave like nah but um no not at all but it's i'm just letting y'all know it's that easy like you can just make an email make a profile take a freaking stock photo and you're a profile you're you're there you you made a person yeah yeah definitely definitely and i mean it's not only just facebook it's not social media mm-hmm. well social media is selling you as a product but there's also other services that have your fucking email yeah like uh the whole equifax thing that hacked the credit bureaus like you've never signed up to give your credit information to them but they all have it you know yeah and the fact that this fucking organization was so stupid and did not protect your inf- <laughs> like it literally the stupidity of these yeah. fucking people to not protect all of this information is insane and if people it's not people just taking your credit card and you can just call and be like oh you know that wasn't me that was a fraud blah 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 it's not as easy as that it's like these are social security numbers these are credit card numbers if someone has your social a lot of scams are like people filing taxes in your name Mm -hmm. you know and then that messes with your credit because then and also you don't get your refund back you also do all these other things or people opening up credit cards in your name is very different from someone just stealing your credit card it, you can have all of these loans out on, out on your name and you don't know about it and then you fucking see why is my credit score like 38 you know when it was like yeah. 700 two months ago and that fucks with you you know people of color already have lower credit scores and have way more predatory lending we have way more this and have way more unfair advantages in terms of like financial access and now you have this extra additional layer and it's really hard to clear up your credit because then you're gonna have to prove this wasn't me but it's like how how do we know that it wasn't you Mm-hmm. And there's multiple cases of people like not having their having to wait like 10 years to get their credit cleaned up. And because it's just the, the, all the socials are constantly being stolen to like open up all these like banking accounts. Make sure that you check your credit score and your credit reports often enough to notice there's a fucking loan out for your name, you know? Yeah. Do your taxes as early as possible. Not me. My taxes actually have not been sent out. I got to do that shit. <laughs> but soon. <laughs> no, but if you do your taxes as early as possible, también, like you can probably yeah. beat out half of these fucking people. No, it, yeah. it's, it's really scary. It is. Like when you first mentioned it, I, I remember I didn't really know about it. So I didn't really care about it. And so I know I, you didn't <laughs> care about it. It's yeah. I told you it's intense. I'm, yeah. How do you just, not believe I guess me? like see reading the like headline of the link you sent, I was just like Equifax. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and yeah. So I just didn't re- like click the link. I'm gonna be honest. And so like after a while, when you started like explaining like outside of the link, like hey, um, this is about like your credit and like people taking out cr- loans on your like name, your social security, like all your infos out there. And then that's when I was like, okay. I get it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so like, yeah. then I then I finally did the thing and like froze my credit or my credit report. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, no, this is this is good. Like I'm on the right side of things. Shout out to Sandra for being like this. 
but you know like this is me being like an average person who doesn't really know much about credit like i took one econ class and didn't pass the ap test so whatever so <laughs> just like how much do i really know about econ not much but um if i can be like if i just click the link you know i'll get it but it just what does it take to get people to click that link and to like actually listen to shit like this I know, I know. No problem, Sam. I, I'm telling you, I am super that like big brother is watching us. I'm, I'm like that type of person. I just don't trust a lot of shit. I'm just like, nah, dude. They're gonna steal. I already feel like my credit's probably been stolen. My identity's probably somewhere else. My nudes. I know my nudes <laughs> are somewhere. I, have, I swear <laughs> to you, like, I, ha- I know that I have nudes out there. Yeah. Which is like really scary because a lot of these nudes are when I was not eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> which is like yeah hell yeah i'm sure i have like out, uh, above 18 nudes out there too but like yeah. i know i have some like some things that i was sending over the internet or just like on the phone and then we don't even talk we haven't even talked about the cloud dude i didn't yeah, even think about the cloud the until cloud. now if you don't disconnect uh. your cloud you're getting all your nudes that you're receiving and sending just in the internet in apple and like how do we know that that's not being just sold you know oh oh <laughs> my tinfoil hat yeah. <laughs> tune I just... into the up and coming Bujigavos youtube channel where we make tinfoil hats i know i know but it makes me think about like the fbi agent meme yeah, that ooh, has happened recently that was a really good meme but it was also us making light of like a very real fact like this is that people that are, is probably yeah. happening and we're just like Haha, they're my friend like <laughs> they're not yeah hey <laughs> fbi <celebrate>. guy <laughs> yeah oh no no i don't fuck with that shit you know yeah and then like it also gets more intense when you actually think about like who's on the internet you know like we're like your average semi-average people and then there's like (laughs) yeah yeah, like what about like these really intense like you know the neo-nazi movement alt-right movement all these like i don't know scum of the earth coming out of like the deepest forums of the deep web so like i don't know i feel like people need to like realize that your data could be available to them also yeah dude what if oh see no yeah if you can you there's so many websites that you can like find phone numbers and like find addresses just i'm sure there is there is a possibility of just people trying to like (laughs) dude i'm making everyone paranoid now but (laughs) i'm sure that they can they can find you if they pay enough if they pay facebook enough money they can get your data and they can figure out and it doesn't even need to be any fucking company. It's like, it could be the government. Like, they can get your fucking data and target you. Yeah. And they, I mean, they target you with ads already. What, like, why can't they target you with messages or put you in jail or say that you're doing this? Like, and on this podcast, I've talked about, like, my family that's, like, dealing with immigration stuff. You know, what if... Mm-hmm shit like that gets out there and now people are knocking on my door being like you're harboring you know people have been getting arrested nowadays for harboring undocumented immigrants so it's like if you have your fucking mom in your house or you're helping a cousin out that that gets on you too now which is wild so it's like a lot of these are mixed status families and now you're just gonna criminalize the entire fucking family too yeah. See, I oh, don't yeah. fuck with this shit. 
um, localizing the conversation on my blog actually this week Ice came and picked up um, someone I don't know them my mom mentioned the person's name but I don't know the person or her son so I'm just like okay this is on our block though so it just makes me like suspect of like will they be coming around the community more like what does this mean for people like what are the impressions that are left with like not just necessarily the family because that's a lot you know like I'm sure they're like okay you have one undocumented person I'm sure there's a lot of y'all here and so yeah. we're gonna come around here more often and so like what does that yeah. mean for like more communities and like I don't know it's just scary times and like if you can do anything about it by keeping certain info offline or keeping companies from obtaining that info do it yeah, dude. I, I I think everyone, you know, when the internet, like, was barely born and people were, like, finally using their AOL chat rooms and all that kind of stuff, a lot of the internet was kind of seen as dangerous, but not in a way of, like, information, right? It was, like, yeah. there's, like, molesters that are gonna lure, lure you to their house and, like, I don't know, find you or, and all that kind of stuff. So it was very, like, stranger yeah. danger type of thing. Don't put your, I don't know, credit Address, card number yeah. in random websites and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of it was like, hey, be scared of like other people using the Internet. But now it's like, be scared of the Internet. Be scared of the people creating the Internet. Be scared of like <laughs> how you use the Internet. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be the fucking I want to make people paranoid. So you need to like watch for your data. You need to watch who you're giving your shit to. Make sure we we're going to put resources on our website with this post of this episode that I've used to kind of like disconnect. Like there's this app that I have on my thing that pushes your content away from advertising trackers. And then there's another one. There's this really good website that I use called haveibeenpwned.com. And you can look up if your password has been, like, acquired in a, in a data hack. So if you Ooh. type in your password and they're like, oh, this has been used. I had one of my passwords, my oldest fucking passwords, was used <laughs> over or accessed over 400 and something times. Wow. And I was like, yikes, yikes. I got to change all these passwords. I got to do Whoa. all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hella scary. Yeah, so you should you should do the same. I should <laughs> make do sure that, that your <laughs> passwords have not been like compromised, essentially. Yeah. And I have a lot of things that can like, you can be like, okay, shit, I really do need to watch out what I'm putting on the internet, you know. Okay. And especially if you're a person of color, you should yeah. be watching what the fuck you're putting on your internet because you're just you're making the target on you even bigger, in my opinion. Yeah. Because now you're putting your, like now you're showing yourself to the entire Your world. But then interest, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I personally can't delete Facebook and all these other things because they have been the only thing connecting me to family in like Mexico and El Salvador and <laughs> friends that I've made in other spots that I'm not necessarily living to. So that's like a big reason why I also just can't delete a bunch of these things too though. Yeah, no, yeah, I get you. Like, I think about my main use of Facebook and Messenger now. Like, I don't, like, on Facebook, the, the only thing I'll do now is, like, change my profile picture or my cover picture. But the reason I'm mm-hmm. still on it is because I'm on Messenger so much and I am, like, 
talking yeah. to y'all or talking to other people like throughout the day and it's just like it just connects me to people who I don't have the the luxury of having right next to me so mm-hmm. it, it's good in that sense but like I don't know I don't know if it's like cemented itself into like our lives you know like if messenger were just a thing without Facebook I'd be on that isn't that WhatsApp <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, so can we close out? Yes. This goes into a larger conversation that Sandra, you like, we had this weekend, which is about respecting boundaries. Like we talked about it in a different context, but I think this like yeah. ties into the the internet context as well. So, and also in a form of self care, you know, just like as you would like protect your information protect your data protect everything from being put out there to these people who could potentially harm you or potentially sway your opinion in a certain way you know the same way you would try to protect that as much as possible you should be doing my sister's coming in sorry i'm uh my sister's coming inside right now what's up yeah no you're good hi Oh, I didn't tell you. Uh, my sister went to El Salvador, so I'm take- we're taking care of her dog. I already know that. Oh shit. Okay, well the dog <laughs> came in. <laughs> also. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say the dog just died. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Okay. Okay, so um, this goes into uh, the larger conversation that we were having this weekend about, um, like, protecting boundaries, um, like, basically being on top of the fact that you set up these certain boundaries and that you got to, you know, protect them and make sure that they're not being infringed upon or, like, people are, like, taking advantage of them. And so um, in a similar way to how we would do that with our data on social media or Facebook, we should be doing that in general so like in the social media context a lot of the time we got to protect our info we got to make sure that our data is not being put out there so that you know these different extremist hate groups are not you know harming us or are trying to sway us to vote or act in a certain way or think in a certain way you know the same way we got to like shut down those boundaries and set them up like you know set up those boundaries make sure that no one can like access them or hurt you or like I don't know, use them against you the same way you got to do that for yourself as a person, you know, you got to be able to like protect yourself, make sure that people are like respecting your boundaries and like not, I don't know, overstepping them or making sure that not they're taking advantage like, of you. yeah, they're not taking advantage of you or just like respecting you as a person first and foremost. And I feel like this conversation kind of <laughs> dehumanized us in a different way, like where we're all just data. And we're all just being put out there to, like, be told to do certain things. You know, the whole big brother idea is so intense. And so I think it's very valuable to be able to respect yourself and re- respect the boundaries that you set up for yourself and be able to actually, I don't know, live a little bit more authentically and to encourage other people to respect you, your personality and who you are for who you are. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Wow. Yeah. Got got deep. We're so deep. 
so deep. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Wow. This was a no, this was a really good episode and I really agree with everything that you've just said. Yeah. Thank um, you. Um so hopefully y'all can shut down your data and like stay safe because things are really, really getting worse out here. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse. Like yeah. <laughs> there are not enough laws to really protect us at this point in time because the internet is still really new right it's yeah. still a baby and it changes yeah. every fucking day and then freedom so, of speech is taken to like a whole other level on it oh yeah 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 so it's and just, people are it's scared a different game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so i don't know i mean I dig, I dig freedom of speech, you know. <laughs> I, <I'm laughs> but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm down with it. But I'm also like, I don't know. Free speech is is very is is a lot. Like, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you you can't have. I really don't think you can have free speech without like all the good and the bad shit. Yeah, so that's true. It, it it's really scary. But also, I mean, being racist isn't cheap. And being racist, it makes you lose a lot of money. I remember listening to that in in the Bag Ladies episode, I think two or three episodes ago. That mm-hmm. racism is not cheap, and it's not. You know, people lose a lot of money out of racism. It's also like just a bad business move to exclude like anybody. Yeah. But it's just not smart. <laughs> it really is it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm sure they taught you that in AP Econ. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it's it's just. It's just not right. And I don't know. I just want people to protect themselves, too. So I'm really happy that people are down to listen to our conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> the frogs <laughs> are make, are giving birth, okay? I'm telling they you. They listen I'm to the sure Heidi Kyoko album. <laughs> and they're, they're just like, the yeah. The Kyoko album in our water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you. You should uh, like us, or I don't know. I don't want to. I want. Should I be like that? Just follow mm. us on Twitter and Instagram at Wospuchika. Nah. <laughs> Trash. Nah. The brand isn't strong. The brand isn't strong. Oh. Not yet. Okay. Y'all make the brand. Not strong. yet. Okay. Well, when we get it a little stronger, I'll actually <laughs> throw us out there. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Okay. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bye. Bye.